This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. This is the Georgetown Journal for International Affairs. I think this issue was about 2000. And the article of interest is The Struggle for a New Internationalism by John J. Sweeney. Sweeney was truly a great man. His group constituted the first AF of L CIO leadership that was not chosen by their predecessors. In other words, the American Federation of Labor, which was originally formed in 1882 and then took its present name, American Federation of Labor, in 1886, always had the same leadership. And when some of them got old and retired or died, they picked the ones that were going to succeed them until John Sweeney came along and his group changed the American labor movement tremendously. One of the things that Sweeney did that I liked so much was he got rid of the International Department. The International Department of the American Federation of Labor was an embarrassment, a worldwide embarrassment. People around the world knew that the AF of L was in cahoots with the government of the United States, with the State Department, with various disguised organizations that were simply carrying out the same program that the CIA was carrying out. And it was not for nothing that young people before 1995 referred to the main labor federation of the United States as the AF of L-C-I-A. What did John Sweeney have to say about this new internationalism? I think it was brilliant. I think it was really wonderful stuff. He seemed to think that we were really going to change the American labor movement for the better on questions of international affairs. One of the, one of the topics that he takes up right away has to do with the number of people subsisting below the international poverty line, which he says was uh, shameful that there are 1.2 billion people in 1982, in 1987, I'm sorry, and 1.5 billion today, that was I think in 2000, and is projected to rise to 1.9 billion by 2015. I had a hard time uh, finding out what these numbers are today, but I did find out that by one standard of extreme poverty, there are 648 million living in, in extreme po poverty. And that was 3.65%. Uh, just this stuff I googled. But there were there are two other measures of poverty having to do with how much money a family gets to live on in a day. And if you take the measure of policy to be $3.65 a day, then 23% of the world's people are living in poverty now. 
And if you take the, the number to believe, be below uh, $6.85 a day, a family gets $6.85 a day, and that's the poverty line. And if you measure it that way, 47% of the world's people live in poverty. John Sweeney goes on to lament, of the 100 largest economies in the world, 49 are corporations. That's awful. Well, if you check for today, if you Google it today, you'll find the number is 51. So the corporations now constitute a majority of the largest economies in the world. The nations of the world are, have taken a backseat to the corporations of the world. He goes on to talk about developing countries. He says the leaders of developing countries are refusing to go along with deals cut in back rooms to which they are denied access. And I think he's hit it on the head there because even in 2000, some things were starting to happen. Some nations that had been entirely subservient to the United States uh, or to Western, so-called Western democracies uh, or Western industrialized powers, that they were not, not as willing as previously. And I think that that trend has gone on. And you can take, the most recent thing I saw was that uh, the president of Mexico had visited President Biden. This was just a week or two ago. And President Biden pressured him to support uh, the United States uh, support for the uh, war go that's going on in Eastern Europe. And the president of Mexico said, uh-uh. And lots of, uh, lots of, countries around the world are saying the same thing, although you don't usually see that here in the United States. The problem is not so much that labor supports the government. I think that is a problem. The problem is that the media does. The problem is that the news agencies are house pets of the State Department of the United States now, and so you don't really find out much unless you're able to get some foreign news from agencies like uh, Telesur, for example. Here's what John Sweeney says about what we need. We need a commitment to global growth and development from the bottom up. We need enforceable rules to regulate global competition in a way that values people and not simply profit. We need to redesign the international financial architecture to support real investment, not speculation, and to foster sustainable growth, not austerity. And I think those are mighty noble words, and I think they're very, very well-intentioned, but I don't think that anybody would say that that's what we have achieved or that we are even going very far in that direction. He also says, we call for forgiving the debt of the world's least developed nations, stepping up aid for basic needs in Africa, Asia, and Latin America, increasing the accountability and transparency of multinational corporations, and enhancing labor rights in developing countries. Don't think that's happened. I don't think that's happened. I wish it would. And I certainly admire John Sweeney 
for having said that that's what we need. However, I don't think that that has happened. Here's some more of the words of John Sweeney. He said, according to the Human Development Report, the additional cost of achieving and maintaining universal access to basic education, health care, reproductive care for all women, I want to emphasize that one, reproductive care for all women, adequate food and safe water and sanitation is less than 4% of the combined wealth of the 225 richest people in the world. He says, surely we must invest more in basic needs. So less than 4% of the wealth of the 225 richest people in the world goes to these very good causes. And I especially want to point out reproductive care, which in 2000 when he wrote this was a heck of a lot stronger than it is today. We haven't made much progress on many fronts and on some things we have all, we have simply gone backwards. Sweeney's talking about the AFL-CIO when he says, we will, we will work with our fellow trade unions in Europe and Japan to seek similar legislation for their multinationals. In other words, we're going to try to, talk, to curb the power of the multinational corporations. I don't think that has happened. In fact, I think the multinational corporations are pretty much had their way with us since that time and before that time. So the globalization that he really, really wanted, I don't think uh, that he really, really got. And I admire him for having wanted to say so and for wanting to have a better internationalism but I don't think we've achieved it. In fact, in some respects, we have gone backward. Here's what he says at the end of this fine little article from the year 2000, the struggle for a new internationalism. Here's what he says. Can we build global rules that make this economy work for common people? Or are we condemned to repeat history for not having learned from it? We will either build a new internationalism that works for everyone, or we are likely to reap a poisonous new reaction. The choice is ours. John Sweeney, The Struggle for a New Internationalism, published around the year 2000 in the Georgetown Journal of International Affairs. I'm not happy with the way things are going in the international world. It is very hard to figure out how much the United States helps other countries. We're always hearing the right-wingers say that we give too much money to other countries, but in fact, I don't think we give any. It's generally loans. And even when they loan them something, there's a lot more of it is going into bombs, tanks, weapons of war than it, than it is going into food, child care, or women's reproductive freedom. We need to do a lot better job. We need to be much more internationalist today, not only in the labor movement, but in our voting and everything else that we do. We have to demand that the citizens of the world 
deserve a decent living. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.